0: Hi boys and girls, you know what time it is, it's Monday, 730, we're back, told you we'd come back, now we just need Andy to show up, there's Andy, what's up guys,
1: Request.
0: Come on, pal. What up, Matt? How we doing, bud? Come on, Andy. The fuck? No, still no Indy. Alright, apparently technical difficulties. Maybe Indy'll show up sometime soon. We got everyone except Andy here. We have our production manager. We can't even blame the trailer park for him on him. Um, oh. Go hard barbell left. And make sure you crop this out or something. I think we actually have questions though. I know I got questions,
1: but I don't know where Andy's at. Here we go.
0: I got one. Okay. I don't know where Andy's at. Who's here? Does anyone here have a question? I know everyone here. Um. All right, guys. Well. There we go. Try this again. No. Oh, Instagram. Hey, pal. There's some technical difficulties. Uh, yeah. Just it like was showing me and not you.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. So I tried to bounce out,
0: bounce back in. Welcome to the State of the Union. Sponsored by the Go Hard Barbell, the BCB Training Systems, and Wicked Wolf Beard Co. What's going on? How you feeling? Good. Yeah? Safety bar looks good. What's that? Your safety bar looks good. Yeah. Drop the box. There we go.
2: Smart move. Excited to see. Get the pull fixed. Yeah. Tired of pulling incrementally five pounds heavier every meet, being upset.
0: <laughs> I got my grip plan in place. Oh yeah, what do we got? Anything good? We want to uh, release to the public. Not release to the public. Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, has this Dale Holsworth has this plan that he used to pull nine fifty double overhand off of three inch blocks. He's like the world renowned grip guy. So I figured you, that. Yeah, out. yeah, I mean Tim. And I couldn't, he couldn't find it. And then I messaged Dave Tate and he like copied and pasted it to an Instagram message to me.
0: Nice. It's like, it it was from elite. It was like a podcast or whatever.
2: Yeah. He knows like a, uh, like an article from 2014 that they did. Oh, way back. Mm -hmm.
0: Nice. Uh, I think is what's, what's in there. Anything like anything out of the ordinary, anything that we haven't talked about. So JL's thing is like, you can't train, like most people train grip
2: for endurance and hypertrophy and you can't do that because endurance, like you don't have to hold it for an extended period of time and that's hypertrophy for the hand and like reps is hypertrophy, which actually makes your hand pad bigger and the bigger your hand pad is, the harder it is to hold on stuff. So you, you really want to train, like you want, like you want to train, like you would, like you would train max effort for two different, different things, like. Max effort for this, and max effort for that. So you want like crushing power, and then you want like thumb and, th- and finger strength. So All it's right. a lot of like, uh, like fat bar double overhand holds, fat bar like sing regular like for a triple, then a single, then the same, and some different stuff like that, and then some like forearm extensive work. Nice. So we'll see. Can't hurt. It's it's like I guess like work up to a max three inch deadlift with a fat bar, and then do it again for, for a triple. And then do it again for a five-second hold. That's, that's oh. terrible. That's,
0: that's yeah, two, terrible. Two twenty-five. <laughs> oh, with oh, oh. what? With like the uh, the axle? Yeah, the, I got that uh... fat bar that
2: I made. It's like Bobo. I bought. I bought. I couldn't. I couldn't find anybody selling a fat bar, so I bought a cheap a cheap barbell and then like wrapped it in hockey tape and then cut a PVC pipe, put the PVC pipe on and then duct taped it and then put hockey tape around it just for grip it's just it's gnarly. But I needed a fat bar, so
0: uh I bought mine on Amazon. It was like two hundred bucks. Yeah. I probably should have bought one on there, but mine I, the one that I got's like like pretty it's like eighty five pounds. Yeah.
2: I really want the one Donnie makes, but he won't sell it.
0: Right.
2: And the one Elite FTS makes is like three hundred and fifty bucks, so I just screw it, I'll make my own. Yeah, might as well. Mine's heavy too. I've never weighed it, but I, I mean, I bet it's fifty pounds, fifty-five oh, that's pounds. So, with you,
0: how's the hooks? Uh, it's good. I pulled what I pulled. I pulled last week. Um, it was the most I worked up to at the top. Um, in surgery, so um, I thought I, I figured something out on the set on the set before my top set and then it all went to shit on my top set. So. Yeah. I think it's going to be more so learning how to do, learning how the grip works and then like figuring out the best setup to implement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I get it. But, uh, But the top load was over eight again. So we're back over eight there. Do you feel like you lost strength? Um... No, I don't feel weak. I just it's slowing me down having to worry about my grip.
2: So yeah, it's think, like one of those things that I almost feel like it was like it messed my
0: rhythm up. Yeah, no, it definitely messes my 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 rhythm up setup wise. But um, that's why I said I I think once I understand exactly how it needs to work, like exactly what I need to do to get in the right position. Then I could just figure out the best setup to, you know, like to mirror as, mu- as much as I can yeah. my old setup.
2: Because you just, you, I mean, you, you take for granted like the fact that you've done a thousand pulls with one rhythm and the second right. that you're like wrenching at the bottom, you kind of lose some of your reactionary strength and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's definitely, um, I'm noticing that obviously I'm not as, as uh, fast off the floor. Um, but I think once I understand how to lock the grip in, and once I can tension better, I mean, I'll slack the bar to my knee if I have to. Yeah, I mean, it, it should shorten your range of motion. Great. Detail. It, I mean, it has already. I mean, it's noticeable. It's noticeable now. Do you um, feel like you're losing it at the top at all?
2: No. Like the,
0: So you don't feel like the bar's going anywhere. You just uh, no. If if it's not locked in, it sucks and it, and it's moving around and it's not where it should be um but there'll be a set here or there where i'll lock it in and i'll slack and it'll come off the ground and and it'll you know travel three inches and and we're there. more of that. Yeah. yeah more of that exactly um but i i think uh i got someone um what's his name uh why can't i remember his name phil phil sent me uh, a guy who uh, who helped? Grigsby. Okay. And uh, speaking he, of three yeah, inches talk, of range of motion. Yeah, I mean, if I can get three inches of range of motion and, and pull even a hundred pounds less than what he pulls, then you know we're we're on a good, we're, in, we're in a good. Yeah, spot. I think if you could pull a thousand, you could get some things done. You <laughs> would think so. <laughs> it's not out of the cards. No, I mean I, I would have to. I just need to figure out how to grip the bar.
2: You know what I mean? Where are you grabbing the bar on the, like, the beginning
0: of the neural? I'm getting my my first finger on the neural. Right on the, the rent, like, where the, yeah. Yeah. Because if I'm too close, like, I won't be able to get my shoulders through, even hook. So. That makes
2: sense. So just come here.
0: Yeah. Um, It's just going to be trial and error with seeing works or it doesn't, I think, at this point.
2: Yeah, and you're not competing until, what, 9-11? Until September, so. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can pull eight, you'll be good. Yeah, I, I think
0: we are probably another, I'd say, probably another week off that, another two weeks off that. What
2: about uh, your squat? Do you feel like you lost anything? No. Squat feels phenomenal right now. So you were able to do enough to keep your hips and shit strong?
0: I mean, I was squatting as soon as I was cleared to lift, I was squatting, with with my brace on, with the safety bar and with the spider bar. So I've been squatting the entire time. Yeah, I know that. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, I mean but I'm like, like, you weren't able to squat the way you wanted to squat, because
2: you felt no, like you no. Do enough I've only
0: I was only able to get under a buffalo bar for the first time last week. Yeah. Before that, um, the 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 tension. Was too much on my
2: bicep. Um, but now pain tension?
0: No, no. The uh the, the vibrating in the forearm is slowly going away. Um, and that's really the only way I can can describe that feeling. Um, but that's going away. there's no pain in the actual bicep. Um, doing really anything except like really like really externally rotating and like really supinating I guess. Um, here. Yeah. Like, to hear, to hear there's no pain at all whatsoever. So now we're just, you know, that last. When you really challenge it, that's what I'm Yeah, them. yeah. Um, and, I mean, if I'm not going to be going over under, then there's no need to be in that position. I've been really
2: trying, since this happened to you, doing a ton of bicep curls. Not <laughs> a ton, but, like, but I've been doing them, like, Wide, so I really have to externally rotate. Externally rotate, yeah. Really, like make sure I lock out, especially my my dead left arm, and mm. then just trying to create some like strength at that very end range of motion. Yeah. And draw, and I feel like it's opening my shoulders a little bit. It should just be. Think, we get so much like this. Yes.
0: Yeah. Any, any, any time that you could be more here, yeah. the better. The more oh, that you could be more pulled, can, like, open up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, do my uh, bicep curls. Let's do like three or four sets
2: of uh of he- not heavy like i mean i paid 65 75 Whatever. ounce something like that for bait and i get like a stupid pump and it's like it's just really trying to open that up at yeah. the bottom and it's after deadlift day so it's like especially it's like crunchy the first set Yeah, five, it's five.
0: Crunch- it's crunchy and i yeah. really try and like like go pinky up on the way up so it's it's overlooked i mean with with what we do people aren't People no, aren't think, curling. I think people get um, afraid of doing curls because they're afraid of, like,
2: tiring the bicep.
0: Right. But, but I, I mean, mean like, it, it, it all like comes exactly.
2: back to be It needs to be strong. Like, I noticed before I bought the Bob, the West Side calf machine, I would have horrible calf cramps deadlifting because i get on my toes. Because really? you get on your toes. So, like, I just started training the shit out of my calves, and my calves are stronger, and it doesn't happen. That's good. I mean, it's like anything else, man. Like like you kind of want everything to be strong.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I I never understood that like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna train my biceps because I don't want to tear them. That, like that, no, that's the exact opposite of what you should be doing. Exactly. Um and you should make your and, and, biceps harder to like, tear. Exactly. And I don't even know cuz I still I've refused to watch the video but I, I don't even know what happened on, the, on my set. That tore. I know what happened your bicep tore. Yeah, no no shit, but I don't know if it was because I curled my arm. I don't know if it was. Probably not, man.
2: It's probably five, uh, 300, 800 plus pound deadlifts. And you probably were a little dehydrated or a little immobile, or it was just time for that to go. I know. What up, Phil? How are we doing? I I saw Kirby on here. Kirby, congratulations on the WPO invite, dude. That's awesome.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yes,
2: Good luck. (laughs)
0: And Phil squatted something stupid raw the other day, or it was today? Yeah. It's Like 960.
2: I didn't watching the podcast last week, but
0: yeah, I was very upset about. He did,
2: that. He did something like a 800 or a 900 pound pause <laughs> squat or something. <laughs> so that's I, cool, I guess. I did an 875 pound one one inch above parallel
0: pause squat. I paused it for seven seconds. <laughs> you sure did. Up. No, Christy, I don't. I don't want to see the video. I don't want to see. I don't want to see the video of me tearing my bicep. No, we're good. You could do. Do we get back. questions? we I got two questions. All right, let's do it. Um, the first question I got. And I thought we had one from last week. We do. Okay. So Mike, why, asks, don't, why don't why don't we answer that one? And Mike, then we'll asks, answer What do you what do
2: you do in place of dynamic work? If you don't believe in dynamic work? Oh,
0: um, I do a what's what I call an accessory lower body day, um, which is the day that I deadlift on. So um, I mean, you could call it a deadlift day if you really wanted to. Um, I just keep the name from uh, from five, three, one because that's where you know where the premise came from—the an accessory lower day—and um, the the day is built as an accessory day, and I just throw deadlifts in there as well. Um, so typically, we'll do some kind of low box squat, super wide um that's getting implemented for everyone forever um, from now on um 12 inch ultra wide beltless shoeless 12 inch safety bar um you really want to get your hips strong that's how you do it uh then we'll pull um it's not a ton of volume because it's not a deadlift day um it's an accessory day so we'll maybe maybe total Amount of reps will be fifteen, maybe. Um, well, me, me doing
2: your program, uh, the way that you program it, step in because I don't, I believe in speed work, so I don't believe in a program that exists without speed work. But, um, I would say that I think a big problem with people and the deadlift, and this is where I've struggled, is like you have to deadlift. I think. For, for years, the guys at Westside didn't deadlift enough, mm-hmm. but I think that you could deadlift way too much also, and I don't really like the idea of getting volume for the deadlift through the deadlift. No, no, 100% not. So, like,
0: it's I, so I, got, I worked
2: up in, like, doubles to, like, usually with the AR, it's usually in the low four, so it'll be, like, I start with the 100, so it'll be six reps, beltless. Throw my briefs on three or four reps, ten reps max That's I'm done and then,
0: then I get my volume for those movements through like you get your volume through, our, our through through the accessory work we're targeting you know we're we're using the you, if you want to look at it, you're using the deadlift like an accessory movement yeah um, but, but you're using it for familiarity, but
2: like but, I do think i it's inarguable that the deadlift is the most taxing on recovery, so if you exactly. just back volume on deadlifts
0: no and that's why and that's why like you know you just said mac you know most of the time between 10 to 15 reps 15 maps reps, reps i would say max and you got to take into consideration that the same muscles that you're
2: taxing for deadlift you're going to you, you use to squat three or four days earlier and are going to squat three or four days right. later so mean, to it has this in harmony
0: it does and that's why it's not a ton of volume um it's not a ton of straight weight right because because Straight weight with volume is gonna crush you. It's gonna crush your CNS. Straight weight, just in general, is gonna crush you more than than AR. So, it's a lot of it's a lot of bands. Um, you know, take the fucking rainbow, um, and then work up to something moderately, decently heavy. That there's never ever ever a miss. There shouldn't be any misses on deadlift days. Just because, besides. A- a reverse band. Um, th- there's you're never. I, I don't program at least ever really a ten in training, on a pull.
2: No, I'm not a big fan of tens in training in general. I mean, I no, to-
0: no. Especially, I mean, th- there are times where where you know it needs to be pushed to, you know, max effort to to. Oh well, yeah, to you get you're a accustomed, custom. You're gonna, have a day, you're gonna have days where you need to feel weight.
2: Yeah, and then you're gonna have days where you know. There's a plate goal or a round number goal and, and you know, that you're going to make a jump. But, like, you also have to consider, and I know you don't try to beat PRs, but you've got to take into consideration, like, if I jump for a 35, 40-pound PR, you know, my last PR is 555 and I take six. Like, the next time, 605 is the goal and shut it down because that was, that was a big a, reach.
0: That was a big reach. Right, right, right. No, in that case, yeah, um, you know, you want to be beating previous PRs, but and, uh, you know we go back and forth with this all the time. There's a difference between you know just beating uh, you know five ten pounds, and if it's there that day, beating it by five or ten pounds, and then taking another set. Well, you talk about it all the time, and and, and our difference
2: is just a sem- it's semantics. But like you don't like I got my five pound PR, but I squatted fifty pounds less than I could have still made pretty and fast. That's stupid. And I hey,
0: res- agree, agree agreed. But- because. Because, yeah, you can take, you can take that, that five-pound PR, and, yeah, it's a win for the day. But if the goal of the day is to take something around a nine, right, and you take your five-pound PR and there's still 40, 50, 60 pounds in the tank, then that's not a nine, right? So That's correct. So, so, so you're, not, you're not hitting the goal of the day because you're leaving one short. Now, that's, I'm not saying you need to take max effort 10 every week, but you need also need to, to get a feel for your you know for weight on, on you, you as the lifter need to get a feel for you know that was moderately heavy that was heavy or oh fuck that was really heavy we're definitely not taking another one
2: yeah and it,
0: it's it's there, there's some feel for that and i i would say that you should
2: you should learn you should try to leave a jump short instead of a jump far <laughs> I, I would rather, correct, do. but correct. as you start to gather some feel for this, um, you know, but the one, the one rule that I stick by and you do as well, and it's going to be difficult for and not difficult, but a change for me to learn. Cause I got the cute, ki- not the kilos, but the calibrated plate. So I got the 55. So my jumps are bigger, but I usually only take one jump, um, inside, inside at least a quarter. So like if I, if I go ten-five, if there's any change on the bar, it's not a quarter or a plate like that's, that's like, that's it.
0: If that makes sense. yeah well i mean th- th- that that's very true um like you you got to learn how to you got to learn how to like
2: that's one reason why i'm excited to have the colored plates because i can just go like you know what's it uh one set 185 295 405 515 you know 625 done, and that's six reps. You know, and or if it's six. Oh, reps, to, okay, you're, saying
0: but, get, you're saying to get. Yeah, every, to get like smaller jumps a red, to get
2: to yeah. Every time you add a red, that's it's a hundred and ten pound jump right. as opposed to nine. So it goes Got up. It. Like so, you actually in some cases you skip the fours. Like with the safety bar, a sixty five pound bar, three reds is uh three ninety five. So if you go from three reds to four reds, it goes from three ninety five to five hundred five. Oh
1: you shit. Even, you think, well, Really? Yeah, that's cool. Because
2: every time a red goes on, it's 110 pounds on the bar. Interesting. Oh, because, oh, right, right. Because it's, because weight, it goes 110, 2, 23, 34, 45, 56, 67, 78, 89, 90. And
0: then you add whatever the, whatever the plates are, plates are 90. So you subtract, you subtract. They're 10. 55. No, no, uh, I'm saying regu- regular plates would be 45. Yeah, so you're adding yeah. 90. So, yeah. So
2: like, Got it. With regular plates, they go down, they go down 10 pounds inside the hundreds. Right. And with those, like. You actually end up skipping
0: skipping the fours. Skip, uh, you yeah. You'd
2: skip, skip the fives if it was a forty five pound bar. So on oh, basically, you just if you went reds the whole way up, you'd go uh, one, you go one fifty five, two sixty five, three seventy five, four eighty five, or five ninety five, and then seven hundred five. So you would skip the sixes. Huh. You don't really notice it, but like for me, my second set, my third set under the bar is is almost is like three hundred. Like bar 18, 185,
0: 300, 395. So it's forcing you to take bigger jumps, take huge jumps, but that's what you need, right? Like, I mean, yeah, you, you, you don't you'll save a jump. Like, if you're if, if I was
2: working up, if I was working up, uh, if I was working up to like an opener, I would, I would go, I would say it would save me a full jump. It'd be, it'd be what, one, one, 175. 85 395 505 615 735 yeah so you
0: just, it would save me a full job Right? So, like sometimes that matters I think, right like I think so. like i i, I know cuz in training i don't take i don't take the, i don't take my my 200 pounds jumps i'll take 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 you know what i mean yeah i can't do that um but I know, but i But I think because of that, that then when I can taper that out, uh, you know, getting closer to the meat and take less jumps, I think that saves you. I think so too. It's it's a confidence thing for
2: people, though. Uh, yeah, 100. percent But I mean, Cause you, sometimes you make those jumps and it's like whoa. Like I remember, uh, right. I, I, like when I throw chains zone, because I won't ever put chains on till there's like three plates. Mm-hmm. That, like when you put 260 pounds of chains on an unracked 315 with no
0: belt to 315 with a belt in the chains, you're like, whoa. Oh, Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because in my opinion, chains are way harder because that, that's actual fucking weight. weight. Like that's weight, weight. Um, you know, not band resistance. Yeah. Um, so, you know, especially. Yeah, I mean, it
2: basically, like it takes you from like something you take without a belt to like if I was doing it raw. It would take me from something I would do without a belt in the warm-up room to basically an opener. If I went to three plates, be the last thing I would take beltless, and then throw the chain zone. That's that's five five sixty five five seventy five, which would probably be my opener if I competed raw again. Right. So, course, hopefully, yeah. I mean, I mean my la- my yeah, last round me to open at five forty. So, I mean, I you know, high fives. I would guess. Yeah, but my so, I, mean, I would
0: assume so. If not six, um, I don't know. I don't know. Man. I mean, I just. We're not it, gonna do another me It doesn't while. matter. So who cares? <laughs> okay. It so doesn't matter. Other two questions. Uh the other question was, um, okay. How would you program someone who wanted to get into powerlifting but never touched a barbell? The initial program. Never touched, never a, barbell? touched a barbell. Um
2: very slowly yeah I mean I I would have to like that that's a that's a I would say the initial thing would be assess and regress or progress so like Mm -hmm. assess their ability to move you know if this is somebody who was a moderate level athlete and in pretty good shape and I'd say let's get them under a barbell get a box of parallel and see what it looks like bench and let's just like you know keep them keep them in like reps in the seven range you know? See where um, form
0: breaks see where four
2: breaks down, see where technique breaks down. Yeah, this is and, the only time where I'm ever gonna go away from the conjugate method, but like they need time under the bar in reps and movements. So like I would have them do like a conjugate ish deal, but it might be like an eight rep max, a five, five rep max, a straight bar, a three rep max, a one rep max. Like very, very basic, very low variation, very um volume driven, um stuff like that. Like you know, I would – my variation would be reps. My variation mm-hmm. would be things of that nature. Um, speed days would be rep days. Uh, they would be lighter but shorter rest, and I would use that as a really good opportunity to make their work capacity be a strength mm-hmm. because I think a lot of novices, their work capacity is a negative, especially people who don't train conjugate method. Um, I think their work capacity becomes – I think – like a lot of people I see – their work capacity sucks. So their level of fitness is below their level of strength. Their level of stability is below their level of strength. So their ability to display what strength they have throughout the course of a powerlifting unit is very low. Um, So I would try and, you know, if you had your way, I I think it would be better for your work capacity and your stability to outweigh your strength levels.
0: Yes, because it's gonna be easier to get stronger if you have higher levels of work capacity and more mobility and um what was it it's also uh, easier to be healthy correct people um people but, with
2: big motors like strong motors and weak chassis those cars those cars in breakdown engines twist their cars up correct and and people you know and, and the base you know so so i'd rather people's engine i'd rather i don't want to say their engine be smaller i would rather. Their stability levels and such outweigh the engine of the car. Hundred percent. And like, you're always how going many to
0: people, people? How many people? How many people have you seen lifters that you've seen that can can exhibit very high levels of strength, but they're they're capped because of bad GPP, bad mobility, lot. bad stability, a bad lot. you know. Yeah, bad I mean, that's one
2: of those foundational
0: like, strengths. Bad. Everything we'll,
2: we'll, and this thing's a marathon too, right? And like you kinda only get one chance to build a base, you know, and, and, and people right. like you and I are very fortunate because you know, I was introduced to the barbell at a young age. Uh I hated it, but I had a high level of, of fitness because of my athletic background. Right. So I was always in better shape than you know, so I've always had this base that's kind of allowed me to like handle the amount of volume that I wanted and felt like I needed which I probably didn't need but if I had shitty
0: GPP, I I would have been injured a lot a lot because because if you look I mean even now but if you look at all of the shit that you used to do like you were doing 20 30 40 50 sets of a workout um, I mean fun. I still do
2: way more than I than most people right but and
0: probably more
2: than you need but I mean, I've had people tell me that if I was lazier, I'd probably be stronger. They're probably true, probably but right. Maybe right. one day when I stop wanting to be in the gym for as long as much as I like, maybe that, maybe then I'll, I'll just, I'll tap into some extra strength. But I am going. I, I'm intentionally with the deadlift day and stuff like that. I am. I think I'm, I'm doing less. I'm Good, trying so. to learn how to do like slow my accessories down and do more with less weight and make the exercises
0: harder. Sure. So we were, talk- we were actually talking about this, what, um, at, in the gym last Tuesday. Last Tuesday or Thursday. We were talking about something. We were saying we were doing – they were doing incline dumbbells or something as, like, a, you know, some volume um, after benching. And, you know, we were saying how it's such a pain in the ass. Like, you, you don't want to touch anything heavy after a heavy bench. Like, I know, thinking like, putting anything heavy in my hand after taking a heavy bench, I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm all set there. But you don't necessarily need to go super heavy, as long as you're pushing yourself the way that you should be doing with your accessory work. So, if you have to do incline dumbbells after you bench, that's great. Do some, add some te- tempos in there, and then you don't have to go as heavy. Yeah, you know, do single arm, do alter, do alternate arm dumbbell presses, holding the other one up. You know, we, you know, you know, Sweet. so to Please. make the lift harder to do a different la- layer of you know, strength in there because you, you are working different stuff if you're doing negatives, if you're doing single arm stuff. Well, you also have to understand that, like, the max
2: effort is going to take care of the fast twitch muscles. Right. Those, those are going to fire. So if you're doing max effort correctly and you're doing speed work correctly, you, that's taking care of your fast twitch fibers. And then when you're doing accessory work, you're trying to tap into those second, third, and fourth motor units. And that's the way that you do that is you slow down. You slow so, down you squeeze and and this is something that people miss on max effort. People don't understand, but like they always said, what, why do they do doubles and squats, triples on bench and and singles on deadlift? And it was always because a set of double and brief to a box takes about as long as a, as a max effort squat. So you're under tension for about as long, a set of three on bench you're under tension for about as long as a shirted bench and a deadlift is kind of a deadlift. So like, and if you're doing it right, that's about, I mean, if you pay attention to how long it takes for fast-twitch muscle fibers to, that's about all you got. That's why uh, like, uh, really- until you start to, well, that's when you start to slow down. That's how, yeah. And that, but, well, like, a lot of people miss with weights, not because they run out of strength, it's because they can't strain any longer. Right. So, that's a reason, you know, for, for so when you get into your accessories, it's, it's it behooves you to slow down. Mm-hmm. And start to let some of those, stick, you know, because your 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 primary fire should be fired out by the time you're done with with your main movement of the day.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're not toasted after your max effort work, if that's the goal of the day, the goal of the day is to work up to something pretty fucking heavy, then you should be pretty pretty toasty after after you're done. Um, that's what I never understand. You know these these people who they'll squat, but then then they'll go take you know they'll 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 pause squat, and then they'll high bar squat, and then they'll do nine other nine other squat variations. If you can go do all that after you're done squatting, then your squat work's not that hard.
2: No, and then you're just
0: then you're just like, but then you're yeah, then then you're just wearing that motor pattern. You're wearing that motor, motor pattern out, and Movement pattern. once you get tired, and, and this is this is what I, I don't. Understand understand why you know why people are so anti hammering accessory work when you get tired when you're squatting and you know you're doing it for volume right those muscles that need the most work aren't working they're being taken over by your stronger muscles that's right so so if you're gonna tell me that that you're doing high bar squats after you pause squat for volume well those muscles that need that work that need that that need that real hypertrophy and that real volume they're not getting any of it they're, it's it's they are being overlooked yep. and the, yeah, the and all, your more yeah. dominant muscles are and taking your over. strong
2: muscles are going to keep getting stronger and stronger and your weak muscles get and then you're gonna get hurt then you're gonna get hurt and that's it, it and, and, it and or, that's where like and this is a little bit off topic but people talk about the conjugate system right and they say they say well well it's not specific enough but they're going to go hammer like 11 sets of five on squats with three different variations. And my question to you is like, for the entire year in conjugate, you're very specific because you're doing the same movement pattern. You're just varying certain things. But the biggest thing is like the most specific thing you're doing is you're doing singles. And like, so if you tell me specificity is important, Then,
0: like, you need to be. A sport sport that is entirely revolved around one rep.
2: That's that's specific. That's That's specific as you get. So, like, I would say doing a set of six with the straight bar and doing a set of one with the safety bar, I would say that you're probably more specific to a goal of being good at doing a single, doing a single with a specialty bar, even if there is a box involved.
0: Doesn't matter.
2: Because well, box squats are harder.
0: Box squats are harder, and if you're doing it correctly, they should look exactly the same. I'll say so, that again. Say that again. A little tidbit. Box squats are harder. Yeah. They are. But your box squats and your free squats should look the same. Yeah. They should look the same. Yeah. The, the, so only,
2: your, the only difference is, is is like, you should be unloading into the box, and that's what makes it harder,
0: but it should look the same. It should look the same. Hold on, we got. I don't know what that's. Hold on, we got. reps. Do you think I can do rap squat? Rap rap squat Monday, sleeves raw Wednesday. Oh man, really, Phil? You're gonna squat three days a week? Oh, I'm in no place to tell you how to squat, Phil. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend. I mean, I, I've wa I mean, I watch your 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 work capacity. It's it's pretty crazy, but I. I don't know if your body slash CNS is going to hold up for three max effort squat days in
2: five days. No, I think I think that's made for people who squat half of what you squat. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to. I mean, Phil. One thing you got to think about is like the volume that it takes for you to get to that squat is double, like. Somebody that squats 500 pounds is going to work up to, say, 455 on Monday in wraps, and they're a 500-pound squatter, 475, and they're going to work up to 405 in sleeves, and then whatever, the, and then front squat, they're going to work for 365. Like, they've got three jumps on front squat day, you know, or pause squat day, four jumps, and they've got five jumps, and they've got six jumps. And you've got, like, nine okay. jumps, nine jumps, nine jumps. That's triple the volume. And... Quadruple the volume, and and where, while your work capacity should be higher than that of a five hundred pound squatter, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of movement and work. Um, I don't know. God bless you for wanting to
0: squat raw that much a week, though. I mean, yeah. Well, I wouldn't recommend, but let us know how it goes. <laughs> I can promise you. I can promise you. I will not be implementing. Nope. So, no matter how good that goes, buddy, I won't be doing. It. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Well, so, what else you got? What's your last question? Um, the other one was, was 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 a was a bullshit question. So, um, I'm out. Unless I can't look because I it was posted on on this page. So, I don't think I have any questions online because I think I'm still I'm still shadow banned. My phone's dead. So, did, did you it, get any or no? Did Instagram do that to you? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Instagram did it. Mark Zuckerberg did it, but we are banned. It's hard to, the the Lord the Lord Reverend is is as shadow banned as shadow banned can be. It's
2: hard to be, it's hard to be the
0: king, man. Yeah, you know that happens. What about you? Anything?
2: Nah, no questions. I'm not sure, Barney. <laughs> Either way, I'm interested to see because. Yeah, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the WPO because there's a lot of people that have accepted. I'm waiting to see they drop the roster, but it looks like there's like well over 15, and they're not done with announcements yet.
0: Love it. Try it. I mean, th- there's nothing. There's there's nothing wrong with trying. With trying something new. Um, I mean, you're you're a smart guy, clearly. So just be smart about it. Be I would say overly cautious about your your volume. Um,
2: yeah, I would definitely say, like, the jumps need to be big and you need to minimize what you're doing. Like, that's not a time to be doing downsets. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Dan Green, Green did it, but, I mean, Dan Green had, like, a heavy high bar day, a heavy low bar day, a heavy RDL day, a heavy sumo day, a heavy conventional day, and a heavy front squad day. But we
0: also never got to see the best of Dan Green because he was always hurt always hurt and he was never i don't think he was ever fully but god, like peak peak God for me. was goddamn was he jacked oh my god he was fucking huge he's still
2: huge but it's like and they're all like they're all what i would call like movement injuries they're all like you know you know it's a it's a it's a torn this or it's a
0: torn that or it's a tweak this or it's a tweak that or you know what have you. i mean uh, that is unfortunately um part of the sport when you get to that level well, when you're,
2: you're raw and you're that close to and that's the
0: other thing when you're raw and you're that close to
2: the genetic your genetic potential you know you're you, you've kind of grown your muscles as big as you can grow
0: them yeah i mean th- there's there's only so much there is unfortunately only so much that you know that you can eke out of of your muscles Oh, she just farted. That stinks. So
2: <laughs> tires on NASCARs. Is where do the tires mm-hmm. on NASCARs wear out? On the left, because they turn left. Uh, oh, that makes so, sense. Like with regards to Dan Green, if if every single week, you know, it's a low bar or a safety bar, it's a, it's it's like two or three squats a week and they're all like same stance, uh Same stance,
0: same movement. So I think people don't need to do back downs and benefit. I mean, yeah, I can't. I don't think about all the sets you're doing. You're doing leading up to that. You know, we were saying if if it wasn't a meet day, if you're not if if you're taking a max effort squat in the gym and you're not treating it like meet day jumps, so you you're taking eleven what eleven sets, ten sets. Yeah, and,
2: um, and, and for 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 a guy like him, I mean, if you're putting, you know, if you're putting 100% in the bar, you know, once you get past 500 pounds, I mean, that's, you know, and 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 here's the thing, like, 500 pounds does feel lighter to me than it did a year ago, two years ago. 800 pounds does feel lighter, but like, it's still, it's still a, it's still 500 pounds. It's still a lot. Like it's still, it's still a lot of weight. Yeah, so one rep fit. Yeah, that's so. So
0: that's that? so eight, eight jumps, eight it's, jumps yeah. get you to nine hundred forty. But still, but but that's nine jumps on your raw day. De- that's nine jumps on around eight to nine jumps on your sleeve day, probably nine or so jumps on your raw, on your wrap day. And then if you're in if you're in briefs, you're gonna be you know working up to at least in the high thousands, right? As a as a as a nine hundred thousand pound raw water um you would think once, oh yeah once you, you get yeah yeah you he's definitely i mean he's definitely good for i mean the only way he's not good for over 1050 is if you just can't manipulate the gear but right yeah. but i mean strength wise strength wise it should be you know more than enough but right then and there you're talking about like you know like andy said before 30 30 in between 30 and 40 jumps a week
2: yeah I mean, um, I mean, and and you know if you look at like if you look at like the west side plan it calls for 25 squats and seven, so it's 32 squats. So I mean, when we get to 40, that's 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 getting close to 10% over what you,
0: yeah. and, and, 20, and
2: 25% over, sorry, 25 Those 20.
0: percentages are in light like Westside calls for. Yeah.
2: You know, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, and it's, 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 a lot, it's a lot of max effort squats per week. I mean, when you're doing red plate jumps, you know, in terms of max effort, you really might only be taking two over 90% squats per week two per day so you're getting six ish per week which is that's recoverable you can do that yeah um you just got to be smart with it Agreed. you got to be smart uh, we had a question that uh, what do you, Jeff, chance, Jeff, to, say, Jeff, you Jeff, Jeff. chance to get injured raw compared to equipped um my, my answer to that would be i think the injuries that happen raw versus equipped a lot of times are different yes um, agreed i i agree with that i think that like you have more of a chance to tear a muscle raw considerably because I mean, equipped powerlifting began um, with the goal being to protect the body in its most dangerous spots, like protect, the, <laughs> protect at the bottom, protect squat at the bottom. You know, protect your body when it's most at risk. But I mean, for me, yes, that's correct, Emily.
0: Equipment is. Protect- I mean, it, it. What it was. It was protective. It was. It's. It's, it was me- it's meant. to. Pre- it's meant to protect you when. When one. When you're using it properly. two, but, when you know what you're doing. Um. But. But I. But for, I mean. Four, four, four. ply.
2: Four ply briefs are not. Like they are protective in theory, but that is performance. I mean, that's like saying like. That's like taking a gram a week and going like yes T R T like no it's not T R T bro that's not T R T and that trend's not T R T nor is that that halo you're eating it's not like. You're not worried about your hormones, right? <laughs> so, um, but I think the injuries are different. So, like, for me, I think, like, raw, you, you have this tendency for, for your muscles and your, and your ligaments and those things to get injured. In gear, you know, is a 1,000 pounds on your back more dangerous? or is 500 pounds on your back more today, right? You know, for, for me, it's like, well, if I went and took a, a really heavy meat squat, it's a 300-pound difference. 300 pounds between
0: what? You're raw, raw and your, gear. Okay, yeah. So what 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 has it like,
2: when I say hurting me, the geared squat is, is – is, it runs the risk of hurting me in a different way than a raw squat does. Like, right. Is my chance of tearing my quad higher or lower? Probably lower is my chance of of, (laughs) something else happening considerably higher. Right. Right, like, you don't, you've never seen a woman break her form with a raw bitch, but they break their forms with with geared bitches. Right, so like, but but the other side of that is, you're not tapping into that level of carry over unless you're proficient in the gear. Correct. And if you're proficient in the gear, then you're probably got a chance to
0: be okay. Right, I mean, if you put if you put gear on it and and you try to move in a way in which the gear does not allow or something like that you're putting yourself in some or you some move some where the super gear wants you not where the gear needs to be say that again you move where the gear wants to put you right right but i'm saying if you if you try to use gear and and allow it to put you in a in a bad situation. Yeah. you are in some. You and everyone around you is in some serious risk of 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 injury. Yeah, people don't um, eat barbell like, like. People will people legitimately eat, eat a barbell. People don't lose their teeth finishing raw. Not not usually. No. Uh, um. So you know, I that's a, I think
2: that's a big deal. Um. But I I think this belies one little quick. Uh, tangent to go off on I think that one thing that people miss on is like you have to be strong to use the gear yes you have to be strong like you you can raw squat your whole life right and be quad dominant and have no ability to squat where you need to to maximize the gear. And then at that point, all that gear is going to do <clears throat> is put you in a bad situation. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, you, you go trying to bench like you would raw in a bench shirt, and like, that, everybody's in trouble. You're going to eat a barbell. You're going to you, eat a barbell. belt that a lot with the bench shirt benching is these people, they want to bench in a, in a, in a pop. That's why, that's why people hate the bench shirt, because you can just put a bench shirt on and bench the same way you bench raw. Same thing. And get a major carryover. And all you got to do is just get over the fact that you're holding 800 pounds in your hands. <clears throat> you put a poly on a and bench like that. You ain't going to touch. And if you try and touch, you're going to dump it on your belly. You're going to dump it on your ribs. You're going to eat the, or you're going to eat it. And like, so you're, and then, so then you get these guys who, who spend a bunch of time with poly <clears throat> and they're tucking from the top in a band shirt. <clears throat> they touch. And then the first thing that happens is their elbows shoot up. The bar goes back and they eat the barbell, you know? And it's like, so, that's where like learning how to maximize that gear for what you need and where it needs to take you and this, that, and the other, that's what's very important. Hundred um,
0: percent. I mean, you need to but it goes back to what you're saying, and in, in order to manipulate the gear correctly, you need to have a a raw base, a strength base that is gonna allow you to move in the proper mechanics in the gear because it's a total it it's totally different leverages it's totally different movements it's totally different feels so but even even for somebody like me who was like a major
2: box squat aficionado like that i was box squatter um like when you put the gear on like your body yeah no shit right phil oh yeah what Wait till you try to get it in a tut in a shirt that you should be benching in, buddy, and then <laughs> you can't see for two days. Then you'd let me know. Then the shirt that I learned to bench in, the first two times I got a touch, I could I was having like I had like having trouble seeing for two days because it it choked me out so bad.
0: And not a good choke, not yeah, like not, a, not yeah. a fun
2: choke. No, not, not and, a- and now now you're bigger and your stroke on bench is a lot shorter. Um than than mine is you know i got super long arms and i was in a shirt that was not good for me but but uh yeah i mean that that's that's where the ball game that's where the ball game changes for you um in a a shirt oh yeah oh
0: yeah i mean any i think anyone for the most part can put on a big pair of briefs a big pair of briefs and 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 kind of be okay yeah um
2: Yeah, if you buy them big, I didn't buy them big. I bought them like a hair big, and it took me time to get them on. And actually, like, oh, they're on. And like, what you don't understand is like, they're not on until you feel like you're going to talk like this. Like, that's when they're on. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm hanging and I'm like, yeah, all right, let me let me down. That's that's where they need to be.
0: Like, but when well, they're not on, they, they hurt worse. That's the other thing too is you have these you have people that that you know they're, they're not in. Gear that is sized for them or that fits them, and they're they, they're they're not in the positions that they need to be because the gear isn't supporting them where, where it should. Um, and that's I've seen both sides. I've seen super super big stuff, but then I've seen pe- you know some people in gear that's way too small, and it's like you're gonna hurt. You're probably not gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna hurt people around yeah. you. You're gonna hurt yeah, your you, spotters. You're you one of those things that, like training partners, you, you, you don't
2: need to be in a hurry. No, I, I mean, feel like just yesterday I put briefs on for the first time, and I'm still. It's been three years, and I'm still learning, and like that, that's okay.
0: Simmer. I mean, sim, simmer. Yeah, I've been doing it for over ten years. Settle down. And like, there's been people that slow down. Been doing it for like,
2: longer. Learn how to move. Learn how to push back and open. You're not gonna want to do it. I mean, I've said this multiple times. I had a guy, and and he he was a raw boy, um, Marcos. And, and like, I was – he's like, I want to do the storm meet. And he put briefs on, like, February. And I'm like, I don't know, buddy. He got a single-ply shirt. like, Like, unbelievable how quick. He was just, like, back open on the box. Okay, let's add some weight. And we're like, oh, shit. And then, like, two board, no problem. One board, no problem. Hover close to a touch. All right, let's make this adjustment. You're gonna have to pull it in. Boom. It's like, okay, we gotta we gotta work some on the top end. We're like, your boy just goes out there and goes nine for nine. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, that's ridiculous. Like, I was so impressed, you know, because like my first meet, I mean, I called you every Tuesday night for three months. I'm like, I'm open and raw. I'm open and raw. I'm open and raw. We don't know how to touch, and it's like it's so hard for people. It is. It is. It is. And big PGA guy. If he takes if he takes to golfing as good as he takes to gear powerlifting, he's gonna. He, I'm going to I going to be caddy him on TV. Hey, okay, whatever. That's fine. Is
0: he, did it, he actually it, make, it's, it's did he real. actually make the
2: tour? Oh. No. But he's he's uh he's he's he wants to be a golf bro. Like we're going to golf he's, course. He's today. like a, scr- a scratch golfer on his way. Oh I've, yeah. Like, the last time I played with him he was like learning how to play golf and had some some skills. Good um, for him. I played with him. <laughs> I know I'm <laughs> terrible. With him at some point the so, summer. So. But uh yeah, so it, it's it's a it's a uh, Yeah, I mean it's fun it's, in a different ba- kind of way, Phil. Like because there's a certain type of of letting go that occurs. Like you're not in control. Like when when you, when you ride a bull, the bull's in control. Like you're just like open the gate and hold on. Correct. And when you when you unrack a geared squat, like you you're you have some semblance of control, but you're not in control. And Like I think like, that's the beautiful thing about it for me.
0: Yeah, Phil said that he's excited to go down the journey of gear to be honest, that it's fun and scary. I mean, there are still times where, you know, even for me at this point where, you know, you're, you're calling for a number or you're like, all right, let's take another one. And you're like, oh, fuck. like Yeah. That, that's, when this
2: last one cleared the hooks, I was like, whoo.
0: And it was fast. Like, and I was like,
2: right, finish your note. And I'm going to tell you a story before we go, and then we'll get out of here.
0: And it, and it's, oh, fuck. Like, that's, you know, 11, 12, whatever it is, you know, 8, 9, who you cares? Get- and like, quickly desensitized you, you do because you know you, you and for me at least this is kind of something that i have been trying to um you know build upon on, on the lifters on my team and there has at least in in, in equipped lifting in my opinion there has to be a sense of a little bit of a sense of um cockiness or, or confidence more so confidence that you are able to do whatever's on the bar um, um, because if you are calling for a weight and you are unsure, at least in gear, in it's my over. opinion, it's it, over. don't even take it. Don't even get under that bar. No, you owe it to everybody on the platform. It, if, if you do not feel confident under a weight, in my opinion, you shouldn't even call for it. You shouldn't call for it. You shouldn't. There, you're, you're not doing what you should be doing as the lifter for the people around you. If no, if you're not confident getting under the bar, and that and that when, takes
2: time. Yeah, absolutely, and that takes time. It's not something. And and, a, and the biggest part of that, and this is why I, I don't know about you, but I'm such an advocate for the AR. Is like when the bar clears the hooks, like I. Know Know if I can stand up with it when it clears the hooks. If you can pick it, I know. You can squat it. I don't know if I can get it to depth. <laughs> if you can pick it, you can squat it. But I know, it, I know that. i And like, if you pop your opener out of the hooks and you're like, "I'm about to get crushed," it, it's over for you. You're done.
0: You're, you're done. done. You're done. And, and they're guess like, "What?" And guess what, guys? If that's your mindset when you pick your opener, you already knew that in the back room. Oh yeah. You already knew that in the back room when you took your last warm-up and you either cut it high or it was slow and or it didn't feel great. You, that's already dancing in your head. Yeah, and I'll, oh, I'll, tell, you, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you. Last you. warm-up wasn't fast. My confidence level is out that window. I should just go home. Hey,
2: um, number one, two quick stories. Number one, the day I squatted 900, 904, at the Lawrence in 2021, um, I remember taking four plates and going like, or there's no way I'm squatting 500 pounds more. This. I remember four plates felt heavy. And I remember I just kind of like like went in the corner, drank a beer, kind of like had a talk to myself and was like, you better, better get your mind right because you came down here, you know, people might – yeah, Emily, people were there. I think I told I told you that, Emily. I think I told you I was like, I don't know if I'm, I'm a little nervous about having to squat 500 pounds more than that, you know. And I'm like, <laughs> I remember just having to talk to myself and going like, You came down here for it. You're gonna take it. You're not gonna bitch up. And then like, I popped five out of the hooks and it felt it felt like a feather. Six, seven, went out on the platform. Eight felt great. Eight, eight and some change felt great. And I'm like, Yeah, hey, we're good. And it was like 900 felt like nothing. And it's it's there's such a it's such a mindset involved because, like, when you pop it out of there, and if you're like, if you take it out of the racks
0: like a bitch, if you don't own it, comes out of there it's, like it's it's gonna it's gonna make you it's gonna make you look like a bitch. If, it's gonna if, own you if you if you attack that or approach that set like like you're scared of it, then it it's gonna it's not gonna be and fun. You like
2: you can you you can attest to this like with me. I mean, my my opener was a train wreck and like yeah. the calmest person about it was me. I was like, Now we're good, man. Just put forty more on there, we'll get we'll be fine. <laughs> I gotta get the rest right spot. It's like it's and four meets to go, my, my my second multiplay meant that would've happened. I'd have been I'd have been cooked. Yeah, you would have been but out. I, like you, you it would've been it. I'm not afraid to bomb and I'm not I'm not gonna call for a weight that I can't squat. So the funny story I gotta tell you is when I first started doing multiplay, Chris was coaching me. And I would always take the set that I thought was my top set. And then I would send it to Chris, but I would wait until I had taken all of my gear off. So he couldn't go like, add a 20 time. Yeah, that's another funny story. We'll save that for next week, Emily. Um, well, I'll tell you the brief story. But I uh, I would literally take my gear off. And then Chris would be like, go 925. <laughs>
0: I'm like... I've actually got all my briefs off, man. Actually got, I'm actually out of all my shit. Sorry.
2: Um, But uh, speaking
0: of funny openers, the
2: uh, Emily did a USPA meet, and uh, the guy told me to – they they were <laughs> playing a quick national anthem, and they were not going to talk. They were just going to go right to the platform, and she was the first lifter. And for whatever reason, the USPA uh, does not allow the first lifter go with no clock so you can wrap her, which makes no sense. That's that's not for the lifters, but that's just neither here nor there. Um. If you're running meets, the first lifter, if they need to be wrapped, they don't go on a clock, neither does the second lifter. Um, that's the way that's supposed to work, so that everybody can get wrapped. And you're not going gonna to slow your meet down by, like, 45 seconds. So you'll you'll be okay at the end of the day. It's better for everybody. Anyway, so I wrapped her at the National Anthem. It was the slowest National Anthem of all time. And then they talked for a minute. So she was – and she likes her
0: reps tight. She was in a wrap for, like, four minutes. Done. Unwrapped it. Not L- feeling anything. It fell right on her face. Oh, uh, it's terrible. It was terrible. No spotters either. No spot right on. she
2: she walked right back out there, blew that up, and then took a took a thirty pound jump because we came to squat two thirty five, and she blew that up. So that was it. You gotta have That's some true. balls. Absolutely,
0: hundred percent. Right. Next week, same time, uh-huh. same place. Yeah. Yes, sir. Ladies and gents, thank you for tuning in. The State Funny of the tell. Union, sponsored by Go Hard Barbell, BCB Training Systems, with Wolf Beard Co. There it is. We saw it. That's the gold barbell. Love you, guys. Bye, guys. Love you, pal. Andy left me.
1: Bye, guys.